Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 143. And before we get into today's topic, I wanted to mention that yesterday on Tuesday, Brendan and I released our second Instagram TV episode over Zootopia. So if you haven't checked them out yet, basically what we're doing is we're talking about different Disney movies and the lessons that we can learn from those movies and how we can apply them to our lives, but also our projects. Yeah, so it's been a lot of fun over there. Instagram has not been our good friend lately, so if you did not see it, it's because Instagram did not show it to you, so we would appreciate. Search up there, Detour to Neverland. Go view that video. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. Um, We've done two now. We've done Aladdin and Zootopia. So hope you guys enjoy those. Let us know what you think about them. Our topic today, as you can tell by the title, is how persistence can be your most valuable asset. And so I think surface level that maybe doesn't seem like it's too important or too applicable, but I do think that we can bring up some good points or some ways that you can tackle different obstacles in your projects in order to push through and get to where you want to be. So my first point on this topic is learning how to turn no's and spin them into positives. And Colleen from Monday's episode in episode 142 had some great thoughts on this. So let's go ahead and play her clip from Monday and then we'll come back and chat about that. Um, I don't have one in particular, but it's a, a lot of failures. And I feel like failures may be a strong word, but it's, you know, I have a lot of calls with like prospects and people who reach out to me asking about, you know, my service and, um, I get a lot of no's and that was like really hard the first few times. And I kind of had to come to terms with like, okay, that's part of running a business. It's okay. Like that's going to happen. Um, but how can I get better? Um, so, you know, listening to that podcast has helped me. Um, you know, there's different books out there. Um, my husband just gave me one. It's about like negotiating. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to start reading that and see, but you know, he runs businesses as well. So he said it's been really helpful for him. Um, so again, like they're not failures and I've had to like be okay with that, but it's hard when you get no's and it's like, I, I have a really hard time, especially when I feel like I've connected with that person. And it's like, well, I would actually like genuinely love to plan their trip. And like, they don't want me to like, oh, it's sad. Like, <laughs> so Colleen expands more on how she turns them into a positive. If you want to hear that discussion again, it's one episode ago in one forty-two on Monday. But for me, one of the biggest things is that everybody no matter what you're working on, you're going to hear no in one form or the other. What may be different is how you hear no. Some of you may hear it directly, like, no, I'm not going to work with you. Like in Colleen's case, some of you may receive it indirectly. Maybe you have a product shop and something is not selling. In you know, somehow you're being told no throughout that process. I'm trying to think of the right way of wording that. But even Catherine and I, we're told no. Sometimes people don't like the podcast, which that is a form of being no. But also on the back end of things, sometimes guests that we want to bring onto the show 
tell us no, that it's not the right timing, or sometimes they don't respond. And just working through that and staying positive, I remember the first time that someone didn't read my message or was not interested in joining us for the show, it hurt a lot. You take it personally instead of understanding that, hey, maybe they have a lot of things going on or or maybe this isn't just the right time or, or maybe we can circle back with them after we nurture this relationship a little bit more. So I think the biggest thing for me is once you hear a no, how do you respond to that? Are you letting it shut you down or are you spinning it and saying, okay, how can I change my message to increase my likelihood of success further on or how can I you know set myself up in the future to better develop my skills or how can I nurture this relationship and I think spinning those as a positive leads to persistence yeah and I think that's a really good point I mean sometimes no can be you know that opportunity that you know because that doesn't work out it really opens the door for the yes which is you know what you should be working on. So I think when we talk about persistence, it's not that you, you know, relentlessly pursue a no, um, but it's more like persistence in how do you handle the no um, or whatever it might be. And kind of like Brennan said, spinning it in a positive way and recognizing that that no is actually, you know, maybe the closing of that door, but that's okay because the next one is going to open and lead to something else or something, you know, maybe better. You never know. Yeah, and you're better equipped for that situation. That's true. Yeah. So I think my next point kind of goes with that, but whenever you hear a no, um, it definitely kind of challenges you and you have to maybe develop new skills. It is something that Colleen talked about um, in episode 142, but you have to learn maybe how to better pitch your idea or sell your product. Um, and if you just heard yes, 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 yes all the time, then you wouldn't have to change your approach or challenge yourself. And as a result, you wouldn't grow. Um, whether that's personally or in a business sense, you know, by hearing that no, it kind of forces you to take that hard reset and stop and really look at what you're doing. And I think, again, that is really valuable in helping you be persistent is, you know, continually pursuing, you know, trying to be a better version of yourself, whether it's, you know, in a, as a business owner or just as a good person. Just to sort of play off of that same idea of that if you get maybe a bunch of yeses in a row, that also might be a good opportunity to say, am I challenging myself enough? Mm -hmm. Am I reaching high enough? In our case, am I reaching for the best guest? Or, you know, in Colleen's example, am I reaching for my ideal client? Or are you just cherry picking the ones that you know are going to be yeses, but maybe aren't exactly the right fit for what you're looking for? That's true. I like that. That's a good point. Pat on my back. <laughs> so the next one, the next kind of discussion that I'd like to have on this point is that the trajectory or path to success is not straight or it's not on a perfect curve and it's different for all of us. And unfortunately, those valleys that you go into or the low points that you go to in your project are a lot of times where people give up. And we've talked about it a lot. There are really challenging times. There are really rewarding times. 
but you have kind of a series of wins and a series of losses and not getting too high or too low in the moments is so important to lead to persistence, I think. So you, you're allowed to celebrate the wins, but you don't overinflate your confidence too much where you get a big head. But you also reflect on your losses, but not let them get to the point where they allow you to get down on yourself. Case in point, hand up, that's me. Like when things go wrong, a lot of times I blame myself or I'm, you know, I take it past being responsible for things and allow it to eat at me and allow things to spiral almost in a bad situation instead of rebounding and saying, okay, this wasn't good. This isn't the outcome that we wanted, but how can we improve our likelihood of success next time? Or or what can we do? And I think that ability to be able to rebound and push through those low times are what kind of separate the successful and the non-successful people. Mm-hmm. And I and I do want to make sure that we talk about, you know, celebrating wins because obviously we're big on that. And even Colleen mentioned in the episode, you know, a recent win for her is that she's been you know, successful in business for a year. And that's really exciting. You know, I think hitting those, you know, kind of landmarks, whether it's, you know, purchases, downloads, listens, you know, followers, whatever it might be, you know, hitting those different milestones um, is a win. And it shows that, you know, you're growing, whether it might be, you know, slow or fast, you know, whatever rate that you're going at, you know, even though you don't want to get caught up in that or just focus on that, um, it is exciting. And it's something that, you know, even for us, we get excited about whenever we hit, you know, a new number of listeners or just a new number of downloads. It's exciting. So I think celebrating those wins is a good reminder, kind of like what Brendan said, you know, whenever you hit that low point, you know, you can reflect on that win and see that you are, you know, pursuing something bigger or something better. Yeah. I mean, in my mindset of what I've been trying to play off of lately, just because like as podcasters, people who say that they don't look at the downloads are not being truthful, first of all. And I check them very regularly, like throughout the day. I think, okay, hopefully we'll get a lunchtime push. Hopefully we'll get an evening commute time push to be able to hit the daily goals that we have put in place in order to reach our larger monthly or weekly or just per episode goals. And when things aren't going correctly, I used to get into a mindset of, well, what did we do wrong? Like, what, what? What could we do differently? What could we could do differently, which is a healthy space, but sometimes it can get a little too negative. But you can look at those successful days and look and say, look, I have everything I need and I'm equipped to hit the numbers that I want to hit. Maybe this particular instance didn't go the way that we wanted to, but we have the ability. We've done it before. We can get to where we want to be. Yeah. So I love that. I think that's really important. And it kind of plays into my last point on persistence. But I think with persistence also comes the need for an open mind. And when I say that, I mean, you know, so many guests, past guests that we've talked to, you know, start with one project 
And then over time, you know, just within the last year that we've been doing this, they branch out and grow their projects or start new kind of side projects or, you know, they try out different, you know, just ways of doing things. And I think whenever you think about persistence, I think having an open mind kind of goes with that um, because whenever you see that opportunity, it's important to go with it, you know, to recognize that it's a good opportunity um, or maybe if it's just something you're interested in and want to pursue. Um, you know, we have obviously always been a podcast and will always be a podcast, but there's definitely other things that we've tried, you know, with the Facebook community and with the newsletter. And, you know, we always are dreaming of bigger projects in the back of our mind too and I think you know when you're persistent in pursuing not only the project that you're working on but other things that you might just have an interest in I think the two kind of go hand in hand Mm -hmm. I completely agree that was a good point point for you thank you pat on the back so just to kind of close this discussion before we head into the Disney portion of this episode I think a lot of times when you think of persistence, you just think of never giving up, you know, every time I get knocked down, I'm going to get back up. And yes, that is true. That lends into it. But I think persistence is more of a mental game than anything. It is allowing yourself to be in the right space to know that whatever life throws at you and your project or even just life in general, knowing that you will withstand it and you will grow from it. Whether it's a positive experience or a negative experience, you're building upon it to reach for something higher. Yeah, I really like that. And it definitely goes with, you know, our nose that we've been talking about. You just never know what might get thrown at you. So if you have that persistence and that desire to keep growing your project, then there's really nothing that can stop you. Yeah. So let's hear a message from our partners and then we'll be back with the Disney portion and our quotes. So going along with trying new things and having an open mind, Pinterest has been a platform that we have really been trying to explore and get our name out there and use it as a traffic source for the podcast, but also for our blog. Lately, we've been having a little bit more success and I really do attribute it to using some really wonderful pictures to go along with our message and on our pins. You guys know that I do like photography, but there's sometimes that you need a different perspective or a different view on things, and that's where the photo reserve comes into play. So our friends at Report the Magic have put together the photo reserve and have you and you are able to get access to these professional Disney photos that you can use however you'd like. And let me tell you, they grab attention. And that's the biggest thing that you want, giving you that opportunity to share your message for a few seconds. So if you think that might be something that helps you grow on social media, you can head to reportthemagic.com forward slash detour, or you can click the link in our show notes. So we are back to share our quotes. So we actually have quite a few quotes on this one, some Disney, some non-Disney. So I will kick it off with the first one. This is from Merida. I love Brave. It's a it's full of really good quotes. It is. It really is. Brave does not get enough love, even though Freeform shows it like pretty pretty frequently. Pretty frequently. So this one is from Merida. It says, You control your destiny. You don't need magic to do it. And there are no magical shortcuts to solving your problems. 
So I think that just kind of goes along with once you receive a no, facing your issue head on, not running from it, not blaming other people from it, using it as an opportunity of how can I develop my skills or how can I change my approach to be able to solve this and and reach your destiny. Yeah, I like that. You should have done this in a Scottish accent. Ooh, I don't know if I'm that talented. Are you? Could you have done it in a Scottish accent? Uh, No. Exactly. Um, So this next one comes from Hercules, and it's actually a quote from Zeus. And I really like this one, too. I'm glad you picked this one. But he says, A true hero isn't measured by the size of his strength, but by the strength of his heart. So I think with persistence, you know, it does take, you know, a lot of heart and kind of a lot of um, courage to continue on after you've, you know, heard a no or suffered some sort of little failure, maybe. Um, But I think knowing what you're doing and feeling confident in what you're doing kind of allows you to carry on. Um, And I think that's definitely something that Zeus is trying to remind Hercules about. Mm -hmm. Next one that we have is a little bit silly, but bear with me here. Okay. I think it makes a lot of sense. This is from Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't remember which one it is. He maybe says this multiple times. You will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack Sparrow. My view on this is that... Maybe someone gives you negative feedback, or maybe you have a hater, quote-unquote hater. Is that what the kids <laughs> say nowadays? I, yep, I think they still say that. Okay. So maybe you have someone who thinks that they've defeated you or, or whatever else, but your ability to have persistence, get back up, is going to last longer. The ability to push through it. Does that make sense? It does. And the way that I kind of looked at it, too, is from the opposite perspective in all of those different movies obviously people keep trying to catch captain jack sparrow so they have a lot of persistence even though he always finds a way out of trouble that's true you can see it both ways yeah so that's fun um so this next one comes from one of my favorite movies and it's from the fairy godmother so she says even miracles take a little time So I think that's just important to keep in mind when we're talking about persistence um, in that not everything goes according to the plan that maybe you have in your head. So those no's or those setbacks, you know, they might put you back a little, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, everything takes time. You know, nothing develops overnight, and I think sometimes that's where social media can be our enemy because we see all these big accounts and we think, wow, you know, they they just started and they're so successful, but that's really not always the case. So I think just recognizing that everything doesn't happen instantly. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you mentioned time because that's something that we didn't talk about in the first half of the episode, but it does play a major role in this is sometimes you just have the persistence to hang on until it's your time or until those doors open up that you can't force them open. Yeah. Last quote, this is our non-Disney one. This is from Calvin Coolidge. You big Calvin Coolidge fan? Oh, you know it. Calvin says, nothing in this world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. 
education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts, educated derelicts, persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. Just remember that last part. I know I butchered <laughs> it. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. And nothing takes the place of persistence. Yeah, I like that. I think it just goes to show, and it's something that Brendan and I have talked about before, but, you know, there are a lot of other qualified people out there. Lots of people are well-educated or, you know, have all the skills and talents and abilities that you do, um, but maybe not everyone is as persistent. So I think if you can kind of hang on and stick with it, that will, you know, get you farther than maybe someone else who on paper might look or have the same qualifications as you. Mm-hmm. So time to move on to our characters. We have quite a few of these as well. I think that's probably what draws people to Disney characters so much is that they are so persistent and they push through so many different obstacles. The first one I think is the best one, especially because <laughs> it's kind of funny based on the last movie, but it's Captain America. So if you remember in Endgame, if any of you guys haven't seen it, I'm sorry, we're spoiling part of it. You've had long enough to see it. Um, when Captain America is fighting former, back in Past, time, yeah. back in time, Captain America, and he gets knocked down, and he says, "I can do this all day." <laughs> and of course, Steve Rogers says, "I know," and that's the funny part of it. But that is so true of his character that that's something you always can depend on, Captain America. That he's always going to get back up. No matter what hits him or what obstacles he faces, he is always going to stay true to his values and he's always going to get back on his feet. The same can be true that said for Spider-Man. It's not Disney, but if you guys have seen Into the Spider-Verse, we just watched it a couple nights ago. Mm -hmm. That's one of the biggest things about what it takes to be Spider-Man that Miles Morales has to learn is that you always have to get back up. Yeah. So those two are good. Um, The next one that I thought about would be Woody. So everyone loves Toy Story. And it's very apparent um, throughout, you know, the series of Toy Story movies that he never gives up on his friends. And more importantly, he never gives up on Andy. You know, he always is willing to do whatever it takes to make him happy, to be there, Um, He doesn't give up on his friends, and he's very persistent in, you know, doing what is right and following, you know, his gut. Except for Toy Story 4. Yeah, I just, yeah, we're just ignoring that. So think Toy Story is one through three. I can't even, I don't want to talk about Toy Story 4. (laughs) Still not over it. Not over it. Next one would be Sully, and kind of for similar reasons as Woody that he is very faithful to Boo and the idea of getting her home. Yeah, I mean, he's even banished, and he somehow finds a way back to Boo to help her. So that is persistence. So we've had some male persistent people right now. we got to finish it with some female power. <laughs> Two of them, I think, I'll start with the first one, Pocahontas. So to me, I think persistence also is standing up in the face of danger and Pocahontas absolutely does that that she knows what is good and what is right in John Smith and she pursues that relentlessly even at the risk of being killed on both sides yeah by her family and by the 
what do you call them? Col- settlers? Colonists? Colonists? Uh, Settlers? Yeah. Know. Either one of those. Um, and then the last one that we have is Rapunzel. And she is very persistent in pursuing just her passion and finding, you know, the lanterns and seeing that and having that adventure. You know, obviously she faces a lot of different trials, just getting out of her tower being the first one. And she is, you know, pretty persistent in, you know, following her heart and doing what she feels is right. And it ends up, you know, working out for her in the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just to kind of wrap up this episode, I think it is important to mention that is, as you guys are working on these projects or just going through life, it is 100% natural to think I'm not the right fit for this. I'm not cut out for this. I promise you, we think that more often than you guys realize. That we think that we're doing an uphill battle and we're never going to get our traction. But here is my takeaway that I think is really important. Just show up. And by that, I mean just post your next blog post, post your next Instagram post, put out your next podcast, whatever it is, no matter if it gets the attraction or the exposure that you want just post it and keep kicking that ball down the road and eventually you're going to get to where you want to be i promise that persistence and the ability to stick with something long term is what makes the difference i completely agree i don't really i can't really add anything to that so we hope you've enjoyed today's episode Um, if you haven't go check out that instagram tv video from yesterday and be sure to join us on friday as we look at our ideal day in disney it'll be fun yep so thank you guys for joining us chat with you on friday thank you for listening to detour to neverland subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us follow us on instagram at detour to neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks See you real soon.